Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 9, verses 7 through 9. We're going to hear about King Herod being perplexed by Jesus, wondering if he might be connected to John the Baptist in some way. Then we're going to compare Herod's response in this text to his response in Matthew and Mark in the parallel text. And we're going to talk about the importance of interpreting Scripture in a way that upholds its reliability and authority and inerrancy. Chapter 9, verses 7 through 9. Now Herod the Tetrarch heard about all that was happening, and he was perplexed because it was said by some that John had been raised from the dead, that is, John the Baptist, by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the prophets of old had risen. Herod said, John I beheaded, but who is this about whom I hear such things? And he sought to see him. So before we get into what I said we were going to get into, it's noteworthy that this account is in all three Gospels. And I think one of the reasons it stands out is because Herod, the king, is curious about Jesus. Jesus has risen to such a high profile, such a level of notoriety that the king, Herod, has taken notice of him. And that is no small thing. He's not just some teacher who's running around in synagogues saying whatever he wants to say. He's turning heads. And not just any heads, but the most powerful heads. So, what about these parallel texts? Well, it's interesting. You heard in Luke chapter 9 that Herod is acknowledging that it can't be John the Baptist. He says, John, I beheaded. So, it's not him, but who is this about whom I hear such things? If you go to Matthew 4, 14, 1 and 2, it says that Herod said to his servants, this is John the Baptist. He has been raised from the dead. That is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. And then when you go to Mark chapter 6, 14 through 16, it says prophet like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. So, which is it? And more importantly, is this a contradiction in scripture? Well, I did a little bit of research on this and I came across a website called contradictingbiblecontradictions.com. And I I can't vouch for this website except for what I've read here, and what I've read here accords with what I believe to be the case, and so I want to share it with you without plagiarizing from them. So this is from ContradictingBibleContradictions.com. They mention in their article that there are several quote-unquote Christian reactions to what looks like a contradiction. One of them is that there's no problem at all. It's just a small difference in the Gospels, and we can overlook that. Another possible response is that the apostles didn't seem to make a problem of it, so why should we? Again, let's just move past it. Another response is that the apostles were more interested in the central message of the faith, and that is still most important. In other words, it doesn't encroach on the gospel message, so even though this detail seems like it's contradictory, it's okay, we can move on from it. Another potential response is that we have to work with what we understand, and we should not be worried about what we don't understand in the Bible. And still another potential response, maybe a little more intellectual, is this. This is a typical deviation caused by the oral tradition that was used as a source by the gospel writers, and an oral tradition is never inerrant. Now, before we go any further, I just want to note that I've heard people who call themselves Christians say things like this about other passages in Scripture, maybe this one, that seem to be contradictory. In fact, I went to a seminary for one year. Seminaries where they train preachers and pastors to think theologically and interpret Scripture the right way and learn how to preach. And the reason I was only there for one year is because they handled Scripture in a way that I would call fast and loose. They would suggest many of these things that 
I just read. Yeah, it might be a contradiction. In fact, it probably is a contradiction. We don't need to get caught in the details of every word of the New Testament. As long as we keep the essence of the scriptures intact, we'll be fine. The major problem with that is if you start chipping away at the authority, the inerrancy, the reliability of scripture, where do you stop? And the answer is this. You stop wherever you're comfortable stopping. In other words, if there's certain things that you don't like that are in scripture, you'd say, well, those aren't that important. They weren't really meant to be there. So I'm going to say those don't matter. But these things over here that are really important, I'm going to say they do matter and I'm going to keep them. And so you have a very subjective faith. As one mentor I had told me once when I was suggesting that there might be some contradictions here or there or something in scripture I didn't like, he said, next time we meet, why don't you bring us scissors and we'll just cut that part out. He was being facetious and he was saying, don't be ridiculous, Reister. This is God's word. It says what it says and you need to adjust your belief system to fit it rather than adjust it to fit you. The article on the website that I referenced goes on to point out that Herod's response in Luke is a secondary response. He's hearing about Jesus. He's hearing that some people think he's John the Baptist who has arisen or another prophet who has risen or Elijah who never died, who has returned. And his first response recorded in Matthew and Mark is that I bet this is John the Baptist who I beheaded has come back to life. You can imagine in that very same setting as Herod is processing this, he realizes that doesn't sound too realistic. And so he keeps reminding him that John the Baptist is the guy that he beheaded. There's no way it's John the Baptist. So who is this that is being talked about? For skeptics of the Bible or for seminary professors who don't want to hold scripture's authority in very high regard, it's kind of silly that they would point to this as a contradiction that is somehow irrefutable. Because it's very easy to understand how both Matthew and Mark's account, along with Luke's account, could be true. Herod could initially have said, I wonder if this is John the Baptist who has risen, especially in light of what he'd heard others were saying and then shortly after that said, no, I beheaded John the Baptist, so who is this guy that's being talked about? Paul wrote to Timothy that all scripture is God-breathed and useful for teaching, correcting, rebuking, and training in righteousness. When he said all scripture, I think he meant all scripture, every word. If we're willing to hang our salvation on the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ in our faith in him, it should not be a large leap for us to trust every word in scripture to be true and reliable and authoritative. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast which has aired on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.